Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is. And you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Gut health is a term that is being used increasingly in scientific literature, health magazines, and blogs, and is even making its way into everyday conversation. Dr. Lindsay Whitaker has her doctorate in biological information sciences from the University of Missouri. She has been with Biozyme, a leader in animal nutrition since 2017, and has been around animals, specifically horses, her entire life. Welcome, Dr. Whitaker. Lindsay, what exactly is gut health? It's a term that d- does not really have an agreed-upon definition, but I, I feel like I hear it from every angle, whether it's reference to pets, livestock, or even people. Yes, gut health is something that has really exploded over the last couple of years. Um, perhaps the simplest definition of gut health is the absence of gastrointestinal or GI illness or disease and the presence of proper functionality. And what is the uh, proper functionality? Well, gut functionality has perhaps uh, maybe a more specific meaning than gut health. In fact, I sort of always prefer to talk about gut functionality um, over gut health, which I find to be a little bit more vague. So at Biozyme, um, we've sat down and, and talked about this a lot. It's, it's really at the heart of everything we do. And so we've defined gut functionality, um, a, a main component, of course, of gut health, as the following. The ability to sustain or rapidly restore the optimal balance between the digestive absorptive, and protective roles of the gut, which are required to support animal health and performance. We're all pretty familiar, I think, with the digestion and absorption roles. What about the protective? What does that mean? Yes, so the digestive role of the gut has long been known, of course, and refers to the ability to break down feed or food. Um, Absorption then, of course, refers to the movement of nutrients, including water, from the gastrointestinal tract and into the blood, uh, where those can be used by the animal for different physiological processes. Protection, um, which is what I call the third pillar of gut health, refers to the gut's responsibility to act as a barrier against potentially harmful entities that may be trying to enter the bloodstream. So reduction in this protective role, um, or barrier function as some people may call it, has been associated with many common diseases and ailments. So the protective role is really important. Yes, yes it is. Um, Especially if you follow the five-second rule, or longer, as a kid, your gut has probably likely had to protect you from a few things. How does the gut work to fulfill all those responsibilities that a challenge to fulfill one without compromising the other? Yes, sometimes it is. Um, For example, you know, we want to have good absorption, which means letting the nutrients 
into the body, but we want to keep those bad things uh, like the bacteria on the cookie you just dropped on the ground out. But the gut is actually really well prepared um, to conquer these challenges. Before I explain, how much do you know about ancient Chinese philosophy? I'm uh, no expert. Yeah, me either. <laughs> um, most of what I know came from a, a paper placemat at the Chinese restaurant we went to when I was a kid. But anyway, um, I think everyone is pretty familiar with the yin-yang symbol. Sure, yeah, that's one thing I do know. Okay, so the absorptive and protective roles of the gut, um, I find akin to the yin and yang concept in ancient Chinese philosophy. So um, if you've seen the yin and yang symbol, you, you've probably realized that the concept describes how seemingly opposite forces are actually complementary and interdependent in nature. Um, and inside that symbol, yin represents the dark or sometimes considered the negative principle, while yang represents the light or the positive principle. And if you can envision that, that circular yin-yang symbol, it has opposite colored teardrop-shaped halves, usually white and black, um, which are wrapped around one another. Yes, in the small circle of the opposite color in each half, too. Yeah, for sure. That represents the interdependence of the opposite forces on one another. Interesting. So the same concept applies to absorption and protection? Yes. I mean, at least the way I see it anyway. The gut needs to be able to readily absorb some molecules or compounds while making sure to keep the others out. So ideally, we want to maximize absorption as much as possible so that more nutrients can enter the bloodstream and be utilized by the animal. However, we can't just open the floodgates and let everything into the blood from the gut, nor can we lock down the floodgates and be too conservative and not let anything in. How does the gut know what to let in and what to keep out? So obviously the gut's goal is to keep out the bad stuff, like pathogens, anything that is not supposed to be in the body. But to let all the good stuff like water, nutrients, um, amino acids, all those good things in as much as possible. So it has to be able to differentiate somehow. Yeah, it has to be able to differentiate. And one way that the intestine can actually fulfill both of these roles is by regulating the size of the molecule allowed to cross the intestinal wall. So generally speaking, good molecules like nutrients are relatively small and bad molecules like pathogens are relatively large. So to work optimally, the gut must increase absorption of the good, generally smaller stuff, while working to support that protective barrier function against the bad, sometimes bigger stuff. Big is bad? Yes. In this case, big is bad. Well, what can we do to help the gut achieve good functionality so it fulfills this yin and yang of forces of, of both absorption and protection? Well, John, I think that there's a lot to do with, you know, going back to keeping good gut health in check. And so there's a lot of feed additives um, out there, like Amifirm, uh, Biozyme's proprietary prebiotic, which can often help with that task. So, in fact, um, research as recent as just a few years ago proved that 
Ammiferm is able to increase the absorption of nutrients um, for the animal by up to 30% while still maintaining that optimally functional barrier role. Really? And, and how can you know that? Well, we were really fortunate to partner with a, a really fantastic research team at the University of Kiel in Germany um, who are experts at this kind of stuff and know a lot more than, than I do for certain. So they can use techniques to study how different things are transported across the gut wall and how good the barrier function and absorption is. When we feed an animal ammiferm, we see using these techniques that the transport of the small stuff, the nutrients, is increased, um, but we're not totally opening the floodgates, and so we're able to, to keep the big, bad stuff out. So, your German scientists proved the Chinese philosophy of yin and yang of the absorption and protective properties of ammiferm. Yes, they were able to show that Amifirm can help increase absorption while also maintaining that protective or barrier function in the gut. Um, a lot of this research is available at our website, www.amifirm.com, as well as, as other research um, that you can find there that's been done over the years on Amifirm. Just because the gut performs different roles of digestion, absorption, and protection doesn't mean those jobs can't function together. A prebiotic helps increase absorption of the good nutrients while supporting the protective barrier against the bad stuff. And I'd like to thank Dr. Whitaker for joining us today and encourage our listeners to tune in next week to see what's on tap in animal agriculture.